Alright, hello everyone. Welcome to episode 2 of the High on a Mountain podcast with your host with the most, Darren Eckert. That's me. And today, unfortunately, we do not have any ganja to smoke. We don't have any legal medical marijuana to smoke. Uh, During the week, I bought a cartridge and I bought a... I bought a disposable cartridge. Uh, it's in here somewhere. It's by this company called Alera. And the strain's called Berry White. Pretty sure it's a sativa. And I also got a an eighth of the strain called Grape Pie. Also, again, sorry for all the cars in the back. You know, I'm doing this a little later, so hopefully there's a, a little bit less cars and shit in the background, so... Maybe not. Maybe you'll enjoy it. Maybe you won't hear it because I'll put it like a little bit of music in the back. Because uh, shout out to Anchor FM, very cool distribution site. But like I was saying, I got this disposable pen by Alera, and it was very white. Pretty good strain. Hit smooth as hell, dude. I swear to God, these disposable pens will either fucking like hit like a motherfucker and get you like ridiculously baked or they will just fucking hit so smooth and this one was one of the smooth ones and it was nice it was so nice so and then i also got a an eighth of grape pie and it was an indica and i'm not you know i like indicas don't get me wrong but i'm i'm just more so much more of a sativa guy or like a sativa leaving dominant or something like that and i just i just love the way sativa gets me feeling gets me going and nothing against nothing against indica okay all right you know in in the right in the right settings in the right moments you know an indica strain is greatly appreciated but you know just we all got our preferences and that's uh that's mine so Today is November 2nd in the United States of America. Well, it's November 2nd fucking everywhere. And I'm pretty tired. Uh, I work today. And if you listen to the previous episode, you know that I work at Wegmans Food Markets. And I stock frozen. And holy shit, I can't wait to... <laughs> not, you know, I don't hate it. You know, I like working in grocery stores and shit, but... Uh, I know I could definitely, uh, I'm looking forward to working a job and making a career one day. Cause you know, it's just, uh, I'm tired of answering fucking customers questions. Besides that, not too bad. Just a little cold, you know, I can't complain, you know, I'm in a pretty good spot in life right now besides COVID and shit. So, uh, fucking, let me correct my back here. Uh, nothing, nothing got a weird setup here like my fucking back's kind of kind of crooked and shit but yeah it's a november 2nd and it is the day before election day and i don't know how many people are gonna listen to this podcast uh quite honestly i'm just doing it to do it you know it's pretty easy uh i'm doing my music i'm doing this podcast i'm trying to do youtube i i'm not very good at editing videos and all that shit so i'm not i'm not really too focused on youtube but i got a i got a couple ideas for the channel and but i'm not gonna be very you know going crazy over that you know my main focus is the music and uh this podcast and and uh, hopefully college in the future <clears throat> if i could get that shit paid off but if you have listened to any podcast leading up to election day almost like every podcast made in america at least is talking about the election coming up you got donald trump versus joe biden i can't wait for it to be over i'm tired of these political ads you know in my opinion the most fucking tough times or the most like aggravating the most like hatred hateful times in america are like right around election time you know it's so I don't know, at least, I don't know how it used to be back in the day, but especially with um, Donald Trump being Donald Trump, it's so, it's so chaotic, it's so hectic, and it's just, uh, 
it's a lot, especially with the fucking, you know, I, I won't even say it. You know what's going on. You know what the fuck's going on in the world. So, you know, the election is just like a fucking cherry on top, and it's just like, holy shit. But I can't wait for it to be over. I'm voting tomorrow. My polling place just so happens to be right across the street. And can't wait for it to be over. Um, and if anyone's listening to this, uh, this will come out the day after the election. So maybe we'll know who won. Maybe we won't. Uh, I just hope if you're able to vote, you do. Because it's a very important right, you know. We're very lucky to be able to vote and shit, but you don't give a fuck about that. Who cares, all right? Election's going to come and go. I can't wait for it to be over. I hope one person wins, and but I'm not here to fucking spread my political views. No, I'm not. All right. So, <clears throat> I got a couple things written down here to talk about. And as you know, over here, on anything Darren Eckert, whether it's Crime Dog, whether it's High in a Mountain, whether it's any of my endeavors, uh, I'm big on mental illness because uh, me, myself, I have a mental illness. I've experienced a lot with mental illness in my short time on this planet. And I was going to bed last night and lately I've been just staying up to like 2.30 just playing on my phone. I don't know if it's because my phone's keeping me up or if I'm just staying up. And I was on TikTok. Yes, I was on TikTok. Uh, I believe, you know, I don't give a shit. At this point, TikTok's cool. <laughs> you know, if you like, like, I, I don't have, like, fucking dancing videos and shit on TikTok. I have, like, comedy videos and, like, fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson talking about earth melting from the sun and shit uh and i was i was scrolling on tiktok and i came across this user and his name is uh dean per d-e-a or d-e-a-n-p-e-r-r that's d-a fuck you know dean per on tiktok and i i saw this video it had like a million and three likes and it was him in his car and on it i'll I'll pull the tiktok up here so i could describe it a little better but he was in his car and he was basically filming his rear view window and he was talking about how he got doxxed and if you don't know what getting doxxed is oh shit Sorry about that. <laughs> At the fucking uh, volume turned up there, and uh, basically, if you don't know what getting doxxed is, it's where someone releases like all your information on the internet. And I don't know why, but there's a lot of fucking assholes on the internet. And if your information gets leaked. Like, for example, Keemstar has doxxed a bunch of people, I believe. And for some reason, people are like, oh, yeah, I'm going to call in a terroristic threat at their address and whatever. And then a shit ton of police and SWAT teams come in. And and sometimes the people getting doxxed or swatted, per se, get killed. You know, and it's a it's a terrible thing. It's a nasty side effect of the internet and this guy was in his car on the highway not on the highway uh, uh, I think he lives in Florida and he was at like this stoplight that looked like a highway kind of and let me see if I can find it yeah here it is and on the video he's got this text says these people are fully aware of what they're doing they did it to Jason Kessler he committed suicide they did it to Jake Gardner, suicide. Now they're doing it to me. Please stop. And he's filming the back of his rear view mirror saying, I got hundreds of people following me. And as he like goes up to the rear view mirror, it just looks like a normal highway. Like There's no one behind him. There's no cars in the lane behind him. There's no one following him. And if you're just a casual viewer, you'll watch this and be like, what? <laughs> there's no, There's no one behind you. But... This guy is being completely serious. And I started looking in the comments and 
they got a bunch of people here saying that this guy has schizophrenia. And the top comment on this TikTok says, hey, guys, this person is having a gang stalking delusion. This is schizophrenic, schizophrenic behavior and very serious. He needs help. And I started that just kind of instantly clicked with me. I, it, it just kind of shot right into my my soul and I was like holy shit and I was scrolling through these comments and oh my god I'll tell you this I I I never I, I don't put my faith in the internet you know the internet always seems like it's either really positive or it's really really negative and today or yesterday last night I saw such a bright side of the internet and it felt so good because I was I was going through this guy's account, Dean Purr, and he is schizophrenic. He is freaking out. He trusts no one. He thinks he's getting followed. He thinks he's getting doxxed, even though he's not, even though he's most likely not getting followed or anything. And each comment is like, he's like saying things like, oh, I'm getting followed. I'm getting followed. And, uh people in the comments are like oh hey man if you go to the hospital you know this and that and this and people are just trying to like help this guy in any way they can by saying like hey dude if you go to the hospital no one will like no like they will help you with that and it's it was just such a sweet thing to see these people not bullying this guy and not diminishing this guy just because he's having these schizophrenic episodes or whatever um and it it was at first it was heartbreaking to watch these videos and it really clicked with me because you know i'm i got mental illness and just seeing this guy just go through this it started to break my heart but it, it really did warm my soul a little bit to see that people were really trying to help this guy even though they couldn't like talk to him in person or anything and he and even if he he even addressed all the people like saying go to the hospital and and he uh basically tried to ignore it but it was it was just so nice to see these people at least giving some effort and not seeing just bullies and and people who don't understand what mental illness is and how it affects people and it was just such a sweet thing and eventually i think he did go to the hospital because his last two tiktoks looked like he was in a a room in a either a mental a mental institution or a hospital uh so and he hasn't posted in five days so i hope he's i hope he's in the hospital i hope he's learning about what's going on with him and i really hope he gets better um shout out to dean per d-e dean per basically it's just Dean P-E-R-R That's his username Give him a follow uh, Give some positive vibes over there He really needs it And on top of that I kind of forgot to add This guy's I believe he's a Trump supporter And he supports like Funding the police and everything You you know how the whole Liberal liberal versus conservative and, And it was just so nice To not see Politics and opinions get in front of people's way of helping others it was so nice and it was just a very lovely thing to see on the internet which is not necessarily common but not necessarily uncommon and it was just very nice to see a corner of the internet be positive and where where it could have been so negative and so harsh and yeah that's that man i'm very grateful that he is getting the help he needs hopefully and hope he's doing all right so also uh i'm working on an album uh just kind of jumping from topic to topic here and i'm working on an album uh i won't reveal too much about it i make music under the name crime dog and this album is no doubt the most challenging piece of art I've ever made in my life. Um, I've been working on it since early, early this year, 
Um, I started, I made this album called Perspective. I recorded all of my, I produced it, uh, recorded everything on my iPhone. My buddy Jake, shout out to Jake. He just Snapchatted me, by the way. Shout out, shout out to Jake. Um, and I recorded this per, this album Perspective. And if you haven't listened to it, definitely go listen to it. It's Crime Dog on Spotify, Apple Music. The album is titled Perspective. Give it a listen. Listen to eight hours. And yeah, so I, I worked on that like all of 2019. Came out June 2020. And I started working on Kill Darren. I started like getting ideas and stuff uh, a little beforehand release of Perspective. And then once Perspective came out, I was, I was in the my manic state at the time not to you know what's the what's the not to beat a dead horse with the whole manic episode but uh yeah so i jumped right into that kenny beats at the time kenny beats still does inspire me uh but he inspired me to like try to make an album within like two months and that's just not my at least for this album it's not what it needed and Maybe one day I'll be able to make an album super quick, but quite honestly, I have a, I have a slower process than other people. I'm not fucking JPEG Mafia over here. <laughs> that dude, that dude will write like a thousand songs in a day. But yeah, I'm working on this next album. I've got the cover, a bunch of the singles, a bunch of the promotion art done with my buddy Jake, and I've got. I'm looking to make it about. 11 songs i've got i think around nine or ten instrumentals or beats per se done and at a at a point this album had a little bit of an identity crisis because this year i've had so many emotions and quite honestly i've changed so much throughout this year and i've experienced so much so my mood has changed a lot through throughout creating this album and but finally it's started to kind of form itself and the beats are really coming along uh, once i get all the beats done i'm gonna try to write lyrics for all of them uh and then after that i need to make an acoustic song make the intros outros interludes whatever and then sometime in 2021 my next album should be out yeah and if i'm still doing the podcast which i definitely will be doing i'll announce it and i'm really excited i can't wait for you guys to hear it it's a dope album it's another chapter in crime dog and i just can't wait for it to get out because i'm working pretty hard pretty diligently on it and i'm taking my time and once it's ready to get out it'll come out and i'm excited because it's a big step up for me it's an experiment for me and it's just another chapter in my story of being an artist and I don't know if I'll ever per se make it you know I uh, whenever someone makes art whether it's literally like a painting or a drawing or music or a film or anything that is art you know at some point someone has a thought of like making it or like making it big or becoming famous per se and i've had a lot of thoughts on that and with my dear beloved friend mr jake joseph the man the myth the legend who will be a guest on the 10th episode of this podcast. Look forward to that. He has really been kicking off lately. One of his songs made it to a thousand streams, which congratulations, Jake. You fucking deserve it, man. His YouTube channel has been taken off. He's getting YouTube checks. He's on he's on uh, he's on track to get a plaque soon. And he's just succeed he's just fucking doing it. And and throughout this year seeing him succeed so well and me wanting to pursue my art forms and everything 
it, it, I do think about like making it or like getting famous or whatever. And I've kind of come to the conclusion that fame doesn't really matter. Like when I think about making it, my definition for making it with whether it's the music, the podcast, anything, any of my, anything I'm pursuing, any of my endeavors, it's not being famous. It's not having fans. I think it's more of like being able to support myself. Like I can make this music and I could live off it. You know, I, I, I don't really care about having fans like don't get me wrong if my music could change the world and inspire people and make people happy or make people feel emotions awesome amazing that i would love for that to happen that's one of my dreams but at the end of the day i think the goal is just to be able to support myself be able to live and if i could do that with my art forms and passions amazing i would love to do that so I've been working on that. I've been working on the podcast. My friend Jake has been, he works hard. He's a hard worker. I'll give it to him. He is so, like, listen, I might as well rename this podcast the Simping for Jake Joseph podcast because I, I, I can't, I can't mention this guy's name without just spouting off how fucking amazing he is. He's such a hard worker. He's such a hard, hard, diligent working guy and he he just when he puts his mind to something he does it like me i'm such a lazy procrastinator piece of shit so like unless like i need to do it like i will push it off for as long as i can like this podcast i had this idea for so long and i just got around to doing it this album probably if i didn't take so many long breaks in between writing and making the beats would probably i'd probably have like 10 albums out already i'm such a lazy guy but eventually i get around to it and yeah jake he he's worked he has a lot of music done and he's got a lot of i hope i'm not like spoiling anything for him but he's got a lot of big things coming up he is just I'm telling you right now, he is going to be somewhere, dude. He's going to, with the track he's on right now and looking at where he's going fucking place, and and it's great. And he's got the Big Fish podcast, which I was a guest on, and I should be a a guest on it again soon, I hope, because I had a really fun time on there. And I've been kind of sitting in the background of the podcast lately, and it's just super fun so check that out um i don't know if anyone listens to this podcast i hope people do i hope people you know people say hey man if you start a podcast i definitely listen to it so uh whether it's zero there's my cat hey kitty what's good girl and she's gonna start you uh yeah so jake's doing great uh, you got Sam Starr out there. He's making great music. He he really he's really talented with his vocals and his just intru- he's just a talented artist. He's really good at making this nice kind of gentle pop music most of the time. And I got a, I got a bunch of uh, what is that? I got Mac Mac McCall. He's doing good. He's doing. He just came out of a song called "Famous" and it is badass. It's pretty fucking good. So all my friends are doing good. So I'm chilling and all that. And uh, speaking of music, working at this job at Wegmans, I've gone through a lot. Can you not fucking eat right now? Jesus fucking Christ! Can you like go, go, go somewhere? Sorry about this, man. All you fucking hearers are just crunching on that fucking food, man. God damn it. Go. Come Go somewhere. Go. Get out of here. Get out of here. Go. We don't want to hear you. This ain't an ASMR channel. Go. Go lay down. You're fat. You're a fat cat. She's fucking fat, man. She's she's just fucking... It's like Nicocado avocado. Don't fucking do it. Don't... Get a drink, but get the fuck out of here after that. Jesus. 
I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, my guests, for the technical difficulties. But as I was saying, I work this job at Wegmans, and I enjoy it. I like working in customer service and and groceries and all that shit. It's just I'm I'm good at it, and it's not it's not fucking hard, <laughs> if I'm being honest. But it's it's something that uh it doesn't make me want to kill myself, I guess. And going out through this year, like I said in the previous episode, before 2020, I had like a vision for my life, and then you know shit happened this year happened and then personal problems on top of that happened and my life just got fucking derailed and it's finally getting back on track and it feels really fucking nice because i just i like having you you know life you just kind of go with the flow you you just kind of take it as it is No, no one's life is predetermined well what i'm trying to say is like you can't expect life to go a certain way but chances are things are going to happen and it's not always life isn't always going to go to plan and but it it is really nice to just try to have like a vision an idea or something or like just a plan you know even though that plan may not always come to terms or come to fruition but it's nice to have a plan and it's not bad to play things by ear either but when it comes to long-term life goals and shit i uh i like to try to plan those and then the rest of my fucking life i just kind of do by ear and i've been thinking a lot about college lately and at first it was the thoughts were oh should i go back or should i just try to get a job grind on the music and hopefully you know succeed there and i'm still i'm always gonna grind on the music man i love making music it's so fun it it brings out an an energy in me like no other and i'll never stop doing the music and uh i'm really liking doing these podcasts i really like talking to the fucking microphone so i'll probably be doing this for a long time as well the youtube i'll probably be doing uh I'll try to do I'm not fucking good at YouTube, man. I'm just dog shit at, like, video editing and shit. You know, I'm good at producing music, but dog shit at videos. And I think I'm always thinking about college. Like, what the hell do I want to do? And eventually the thoughts became from, should I go back to, like, yeah, I'm definitely going to go back. Like, I'm definitely going to go to college again. And a couple reasons I really want to go to college again is... I really want to learn something. I really, I just really want to have that degree. I really want to be able to say, hey, I did it. You know, I, I was able to obtain this and learn this. And I also look at it as an opportunity to learn something that I'm very passionate about. And, oh, I'm a little parched here. Let me, let me grab my, my, wa- my water here. Where's my water? There we go. Ah, fuck. Getting really parched. So, yeah, and so I eventually came to the decision. I'm going to go back to college for many reasons. One of the big ones is, like, I want to do it. And another one is I really want to inspire my younger sisters and be a good role model, not just be... Uh, a lazy piece of shit who you know i i just i'm trying to boost my motivation trying to get my determination up and i'm i'm going back to college for a lot of reasons and um my sisters are one of the biggest reasons i really want to be a good role model for them i don't want them to look at their brother and say like oh he was too confident in his music and he just busted and now he's a fucking loser so uh, i figured getting a college degree i'll fucking at least inspire them and have them look up to me and be like that's my brother you know like holy shit that's like my brother's badass like i really want to be a good inspiration for them so then the thought became okay 
I want to go back, but what the fuck do I want to go to? What the fuck? What am I doing? So, I got a couple ideas, and it was kind of like two two thoughts. One was, okay, you could... I go to a community college. I go to... Uh, well, I did, and I'm going to, again, go to Luzerne County Community College in Nanticoke, main campus, and... I'm going to burp here any second, so sorry. Ugh, that was like a silent one. <coughs> there we go. Uh, sorry if that was fucking gross. And so, oh, fuck, there's like two thoughts. There's like, I could either go for two years. I've already done a year, and I, f- I failed one or two classes. And I, I could go for a trade. I could learn, like, my dad was talking to me about becoming an electrician. And I was interested in that. They make good money. It seems like I, I'd be able to do it in college and shit. And then the other thought was you could just l- find something you're passionate about and go to college for it. And it was either a trade or go to college for film or something I'm passionate about. And I was thinking for a minute. I was like, you know, I could, I could become an electrician. But then I was thinking to myself, I was like, you know, I have these dreams. I have these dreams of being a recording artist, signing a, a record deal, or you know, being able to support myself off my music, or becoming a director, or working at a weed dispensary, or eventually owning one. And like, those are my like top three dreams. I have a lot of dreams, but those are like my top three: one, music; two, movies; three, weed. And I was thinking, I was like, you know, becoming an electrician, that seems interesting. But I just, I feel like if I did that and I made that my career, I feel like at some point I would have given up on my dreams and passions. And I just, I I can't do that. I can't do that. I don't want to let go of these dreams. And even if I don't ever succeed these dreams, even if I get a college degree trying to pursue one of my dreams and I don't succeed in that area, I'm, I'm going to die trying because that's, you know, I live in a fucking America, you know, like I, I that's, that's what I want to do. And I'm going to fucking die trying. I may be a lazy piece of shit and it might take me 10 more years than it should have because of my laziness and procrastination, but that's what I want to fucking do. And I've kind of come to the conclusion that you know, even though being an electrician sounds fucking great and awesome, I just, at the end of the day, I feel like I should go to college that would help me succeed in an area of one of my passions or dreams. So I was looking on the LCC website and they have this associate program that will transfer to a, a fucking four-year college uh in music recording uh mass com music recording uh and yeah i think i think uh fucking it was called uh, a music recording engineering degree i don't know i don't know they, they all got their fucking technical names if, if there's anyone listening to this you'll fucking probably understand what i'm doing and i think that's what i'm go, gonna go for you know i use garage band and i feel like if i went to college for that shit i'd learn a lot to help me out with producing and maybe i'd even learn how to mix and master and really expand my craft in music because i really wanted to go i really wanted to learn about film and i really do i would love to learn how to be a director or how to be a cinematographer or just how to be part of the movie creating experience, be a part of a crew. And I still I still want to do that, but LCC doesn't really have the, what am I trying to say, the curriculum for that. So I figure that, you know, the best way to learn how to make movies, you know, I got YouTube fucking there's so many videos i watch so many videos uh and i believe there's this one channel that's really cool to watch um and it's called the closer look and they make a lot of videos on like how to introduce villains how to start a movie how to close a movie 
there's videos on you know Dan Harmon's story circle and shit. So I figure if I ever get the opportunity and I really, 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 really want to make a fucking short film one day, I've had tons of ideas. I have tons of ideas for movies. I just need to really understand how to make a good one because I don't want to make a shitty movie because there's way too many shitty movies out there, you know, and we we need visionaries that want to make unique stories, unique tales and not fucking like I'm not dissing fucking superhero movies at all. Don't get me wrong. I love Marvel DC movies just as much as the next guy, but I will say Hollywood's dirty, dude. Hollywood only cares about money, and we need to watch more foreign films. So, yeah, so there's that. So, um, I'm thinking around, because I have this fucking, you know, there's like two things in life that I find so complicating that I just almost don't want to deal with. One, credit cards. Credit cards seem so fucking ridiculous. There's so much to fucking credit cards. It pisses me the fuck off. Like, I look at how complicated credit cards are, and I'm like, this is designed to fucking rip you off. Like, I just feel like credit cards could be so much simpler, but they're not because companies want your fucking money. Like, at the end of the day, it's because some fucking asshole, some fucking dickhead wants your fucking money. And that's the fucking truth. So I don't fuck around with credit cards. I eventually probably will have to get a credit card to try to build credit or some shit. But at this moment, I don't fuck with credit cards. So, and second one is financial aid and like college fucking money. Like the whole thing with financial aid, I thought I did it all right the first time around. uh, But apparently... Uh, we goofed it up. My mom practically did it for me. Shout out to my mom. I would be dead <laughs> without my mom. Holy shit. My mom is the world's best mom. And I really hope she knows it because it's the fucking truth. And apparently, for some reason, uh, like I applied for the FIA and the FAFSA, the state loan and the state grant. And I got the state loan which is the one you have to fucking pay back. But I didn't get the state grant. I didn't get the state grant, which uh, the grant is just like, hey, here's money. Uh, The FIA is the loan, and the FAFSA is the fucking grant. And for some reason, FAT, the FAT fucking, or FIA, I don't know. The grant people thought I wasn't a fucking citizen of Pennsylvania, so they sent me these papers and shit. We filled it out, sent it out. We never got the grant, and I was left with these fucking bills uh i got like a two thousand five hundred dollar bill in college and i can't i can't register for more classes until i pay off those fucking bills so wish me luck with that that's the main focus with college i need to pay off that bill and then i'll be able to register register for classes again and hopefully when i apply for financial aid again in the future it will cover all of my tuition because i don't need that shit like fucking my all throughout high school i was told hey you fucking you get these loans and shit and the grants and shit and you don't have to pay any of it back until six months after graduating college and that's what i expected but now i'm sitting here got this fucking bill not preventing me from fucking going to college um and it's so fucking annoying so i'm thinking I'm either going to go back early 2021 or after around August 2021. Um, So we'll see what the fuck happens. Um, I'm definitely going back at some point. I'm going to get a degree. I am determined to be a good role model and shit and all that bullshit. All that fucking lovey-dovey, ooey-gooey bullshit with college. I can't wait to be stressed out again. I can't wait to be fucking postponing fucking work until until uh, until I have to do it. So, but who knows? Maybe I'll fucking maybe I'll like it because uh, you know I'm I'm pretty good with GarageBand and maybe I'll like learning about all this 
music recording shit. So, yeah, there's that. Also on the fucking horizon. So I love movies. I'm a huge movie guy. This year was not a good year to be a movie fan because theaters weren't a thing this year. New movies weren't really a thing this year unless it was, you know, streaming services had no fucking problem. Uh, Netflix released, you know, Netflix always releases a slew of fucking shit every year. So does Hulu. Um, So does fucking every other streaming app. And I love movies. And this year I saw, I need to start, that's another, this is one of my fucking... Uh, New Year resolutions. Uh, I, I'm going. I need to start recording and like writing down and like keeping a journal of all the new movies I see because I I keep trying to think about all the new movies I've seen this year and sometimes they draw a blank. But I saw a bunch. I saw I saw. I'm thinking of ending things. That's probably my favorite one of the year. Nothing's really topped that. That movie's so intricate and so fucking interesting and so just so good it's just so fucking good um i saw defy bloods i saw the invisible man in theaters before the world shut down um i saw uh, i saw the the witches movie the new witches movie on hbo max um what else did i fucking see i saw the trial of the chicago seven which i there's there's like a little bit of a hype over that movie i didn't I thought it wasn't a bad movie, but it could have been done better. It could have been done way better, in my opinion. It was just the editing, the the writing or something was off because the movie just felt kind of fucking random. It just didn't feel very, um, I don't know, I don't know, the, you know, my brain's fucking <laughs> deteriorating enough as it is, or maybe it's not, I'm just super tired today. Uh, so, you know, I have enough, you know, I'm a smart, I'm a, I'm a smart guy. I'm a good guy. My brain is healthy. Fuck everything I said before. I'm just tired. I'm a little off right now. Um, but yeah, the, the trial of Chicago seven, uh, wasn't bad. It was like mm, light six to a light seven, somewhere in there. Um, what else did I watch this year? <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, th- those are just a few that kind of came off top of my head. Uh, I need to. I got a few other movies I want to watch. I want to watch. I got a bunch of shit on my list, but there is this movie that just came out that has been. I've been hearing a lot of positive things about. Uh, it's called His House on Netflix. Uh, it apparently takes place, or a, it's about this these. Siberian refugees, I believe, that like finally moved in this house. Uh, it's yeah. Anyway, it's called His House. It's on Netflix. Check it out. I'm I'm gonna check it out one of these days. Uh, and it just seems really intriguing, really interesting. Uh, the trailer doesn't really look too much of a horror movie, but I heard it's a horror movie, so I'm gonna give it a watch. And that's gonna be adding on to my short list of new movies i've seen this year because i love going to theaters and you know theaters aren't really a thing i didn't see tenet i do want to see it i don't think i'll get around to seeing it um anywho so speaking of movies and shit this leads me into my next point uh i got hbo max and wow i love hbo max because i've never really i've had hbo in my life but i haven't had hbo a lot so all these awesome hbo shows i've never really gotten to watch and now i have all of it for only fucking 15 bucks a month and i hope to god they don't raise their prices every other fucking year like netflix like one of these years netflix is just gonna be so expensive that I'm just gonna cancel it because it's I I don't know I I feel like Netflix if it eventually gets to like twenty five 
dollars a month, it doesn't seem like it's really worth it anymore. You know, I don't know. Maybe it's inflation. Maybe it's not. But I don't hear about Hulu raising its price every other fucking year. It seems like Hulu has kind of stayed consistent with the price. It seems I have not seen any news reports, any IGN posts, any Twitter trends of, oh my God, Hulu's raising its prices. It seems like Hulu's just fucking stayed chill. But Netflix, oh my God, those greedy fucking bastards. I love Netflix. Netflix is no doubt my favorite streaming service, but they're becoming a pain in the fucking ass with these fucking, like it used to be nine bucks. Like now it's 18, it's doubled price. It's doubled its fucking price. Like, Jesus Christ, Netflix, please fucking stop with the price raises. This is fucking ridiculous, all right? The, the, the reason everyone has fucking got Netflix and, like, cut off their cable and shit is because it, it's so much cheaper and affordable. And it's just as good as cable and shit. And they're fucking ruining it. Like, cable is so expensive. It's, it's ridiculous. Anywho... HBO Max, so badass. I got all these shows. I could finally watch the disappointing ending of Game of Thrones if I want to. Uh, I'm watching The Sopranos currently, which I also heard has a really fucking uh, fucking disappointing ending. Oh, shit. I don't know that. Podcast might end it. Oh, well. Uh, yeah, but what is it with fucking HBO shows and having shitty endings? Like... The Sopranos apparently has a really bad ending. Uh, I'll, I'll give you my opinion on that whenever I fucking finish it. Game of Thrones was like everyone's favorite show. Game of Thrones was like the most loved show of all time until the fucking ending happened. I don't, I don't really. I think I, m- I might have heard of what happened, but I'm not 100% certain. But I just, I've not heard one positive thing and i think that's why i haven't watched it yet i've watched like every episode of the show except like the last three i watched like the first four i watched like the first four or three episodes of the final season of game of thrones and then the i didn't watch the finale when it came out because i didn't have HBO, I fucking like bootlegged the episodes uh, off of fucking some the some Amazon fucking free movie shit, um, and then I, I heard the reception and I was just like, Ugh. I don't know. I like the show so much, so I think that's what's kind of preventing me from finishing it. I just don't want to fucking. I just I really don't want to fucking be disappointed i really don't i really don't want to watch a show and be like oh my god it was so good and it just led to this like really come on man so yeah you got that you got the sopranos um what else uh i'm gonna watch i'm gonna watch lovecraft country silicon valley there's so many shows i want to watch on this fucking streaming service app i swear to god if you start fucking eating i'm gonna fucking kill myself kids go i'm almost done go eat later shut up i love i love you listen i love my cat don't get me wrong i fucking love my cat but i'm just trying to fucking record this i'm almost done and i'm having a good time talking and i hope you guys are fucking enjoying me listening uh on your way to work whatever whatever the fuck you're doing I hope you're enjoying this, if there's anyone. If not, that's okay. I'll just be talking to my audience at zero. But I really hope people are listening. So anyway, HBO Max, I got it. I'm so fucking pumped. So many shows, so many things I want to watch on this fucking app. And um, I saw this movie on there called Eraserhead. And uh, when I watched, I, I think I mentioned this in the last episode, Um, I I love this movie, Lighthouse. I love A24, the production company in general, so much. I'm going to get a tattoo of them. Like, that's how much I love this fucking company uh, and how much I appreciate what they do for the film industry. Um, And anywho, so I watched Lighthouse. I recommended it to Jake, and he was like, oh, how you say that film made you feel is how Eraserhead made me feel. And I was like, huh, 
That's fucking interesting. And I was like, oh, I definitely got to fucking check that out then. And Eraserhead is also a black and white. And it was directed and written by David Lynch. And I don't think... Let me look up uh, David Lynch movies here. Because I think before this movie, I've never seen a david lynch or lynchian movie as they say uh david lynch uh he made twin peaks i've I've, i'm intrigued by that i've seen it i just haven't i haven't uh gotten it's on netflix and it looks really good but i i don't know if i'll get around to it or not uh besides eraser head i've not seen not not what i'm seeing here i've not seen any david lynch movies in my entire life so uh so yeah i checked out this movie and wow it is something it is it exists um i'm not going to say that i truly love this movie um i did Alright, so let me start. Alright, so I watched Eraserhead, directed by fucking David Lynch, and, you know, I was expecting to watch this movie and not understand it, like, at all, leaving it, you know, because that's how The Lighthouse was. I watched that and I had no fucking clue what happened. In, like, the movie was so intriguing and interesting and confusing and but in the and the lighthouse made me confused but it made me confused in a good way it made me confused as in what i mean by that is like it made me think about it like it, it was just such a good movie to think about like i watched it and all i did was fucking think and research about it after i saw it and i saw this movie and the, I wasn't, I wasn't really, like, blown away by this movie. Um, What I'll say is this movie has a very, very disturbing atmosphere. It it fucking, you know, David Lynch, Lynch, he hits the hammer on the nail fucking perfectly with the tone of this movie the t- like there is not a fucking scene this movie you there's nothing comfortable about this fucking movie like there's not one fucking scene in this movie where you're like oh my god thank god like elite like in the lighthouse in the beginning you were at least like you know not crawling out of your fucking pants like the way this movie sounds like there's barely any music there's like in every scene there there's there's like this ambient noise in the background and it's different in like every scene and it's just a very disturbing confusing movie it's it's a little bit of a slow burn which i didn't really like it it felt a little too slow for me um I just I wasn't I wasn't all too impressed with this movie. It it didn't really rock my socks. I didn't watch it and go like, "Oh my god." You know, I watched it and I was like, "Ugh, that was kind of that was just kind of gross and and disturbing." And uh, I've said that about other movies like Midsommar is a very disturbing movie, but I fucking love that movie. Um but I will say I find this the story behind this movie intriguing. Uh, the way David Lynch made this movie for only ten thousand dollars, apparently that that was the budget for this film, and apparently it took six years. It took six years to make Eraserhead, which blows my mind. And the main character in the film, I forget the fucking actor's name. I'll find it real quick. He has a really goo- like a really goofy haircut, and what's his fucking name? Uh jack jack nance he has a really goofy haircut and apparently he had that haircut for six fucking years 
which that's impressive. That's like really impressive. And also for a movie that was made back in 1977, I will say he, this David Lynch was ahead of his time with this movie, even though I, I wasn't all too impressed. I didn't hate the movie. I just was, I, I, I guess I was expecting more going into this movie. Uh, I was expecting a different feeling and I just, I, I wasn't, I wasn't blown away by it. And, but the, the fucking David Lynch definitely made what he wanted with this movie. And I will also applaud not only the tone and the atmosphere of this movie was done flawlessly. It's so disturbing. Um, but also the, Affects the there's okay so in the movie this guy Henry and this girl have like they they were like in a relationship and the girl had a baby without Henry knowing and this baby is like a really fucked up baby like this baby looks like like it's this a deformed alien looking ass creature and it is so fucking gross and disturbing and just fucking looking at this baby which I don't even want to call it a baby you know just kind of google it it looks so, like it's so well done it's obviously not a real baby or anything and, and the puppetry or whatever it was done it looks so good like it looks fucking hideous and disgusting but it just looks it's so well done like back in 1977 i feel like it would have been so easy to fuck up what david lynch wanted to do but they did it and they did it so fucking well with this puppet or whatever it looked so like real per se like it looked like an actual creature and it's just it's fucked up it's a fucked up movie it's a bit of a slow burn um and it i'd I'd give it like maybe a six maybe a light six maybe a strong five out of ten um it wasn't the best movie ever seen it wasn't crazy or anything but it was definitely a thinker and uh definitely if you really want to be disturbed and watch a movie that will make you fucking uncomfortable uh Eraserhead is your movie so give it a watch if not you know in my opinion you're not really missing out on anything crazy so there's that we're in the month of November in 2020 and we got a lot of shit coming out we got the fucking PlayStation 5, the Xbox Series X coming out. We got the next Call of Duty, a bunch of fucking video games. A lot of fucking stuff is coming out in November. November is a fucking jam-packed month. So uh, if you were able to get your hands on a PlayStation 5, fucking kudos to you. I probably won't be able to get one till like, probably like, I don't know. I feel like those fucking things, PlayStation, Xboxes, uh, I'm going to get a PlayStation. I thought about getting an Xbox, but I'm just... Um, I was going to get the PlayStation no matter what. Like, no doubt. But I also thought about getting the Xbox because it looks pretty interesting. Uh, but I'm not sure. I might get I might get the, uh, the fucking Series X. Uh, but I heard that's not actual next gen. I'm not fucking sure. There's... The console wars are so fucking stupid. Dude, it, like... If you're a PlayStation user, if you're a Sony pony, or if you're an Xbox cock, and you all you do is fucking boast about how PlayStation is better than Xbox, or Xbox is better than PlayStation, you need to shut the fuck up. Listen, I understand when it comes to businesses and all this shit, we need competition, but we don't need fucking these pony ass fucking losers fucking spouting off about how their console is the superior one shut the fuck up i don't care 
I don't give a fuck what the fuck you like. So, anywho, I'm also playing this game called Watch Dogs Legion. I've never played a Watch Dog Watch Dogs game in my life. Uh, they made two of them before this one, and they looked good. Uh, I just didn't hear really positive things about them, and I think I uh, heard a couple of positive things about Watch Dogs Legion, and it uh, it's in Britain, and it looked interesting, and I and I got it, and I just started off, and um, I'm really hoping as I get more into the game, I become more intrigued with it. Because at the moment, I'm really confused. I don't know if I had to play the previous games to understand this game. Uh, but I don't fucking know. Um, it it kind of seems... Uh, what I will say is I am kind of disappointed with the whole fucking... Like... Ubisoft games seem to kind of have a fucking pattern and what i mean by that is like all of their games most of the games if not all are open world games sorry about that uh from far cry assassin's creed watch dogs any ubisoft game i've ever played is open world and each ubisoft game you know, you got the main story, you got these side missions, just like every other fucking game. But what I've seen consistently from Ubisoft games is it's just the same fucking shit. Like you, you have this really bad person that has taken over the area, so you have to fucking take over compound post and that just kind of pissed me off i was just like jesus fucking christ can you not think of like anything else like i don't know it's just i'm tired of every game being like how you discover the map is oh you cannot see the map unless you take down this compound you know and then to 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 discover the whole map you need to take down every compound just like come on i i really want them to find a more interesting fucking way to i don't know i just feel like they could look at that aspect of each one of the games because it's in every game from fucking far cry to assassin's creed to watch dogs to any fucking you know any fucking one of those games i've played by ubisoft it's the same at least any open world ubisoft game i've played it's okay you got the main story you got your side missions and then to discover everything on the map you need or to have like a radar or fucking whatever you need to take down compounds or fucking radio posts or whatever and it's just like i feel like you could find a more interesting way to do that so any fucking who to close out this fucking episode i want to say a little a few words about a car that was very fucking special to me um on halloween i had to say goodbye to what was supposed to be my future car a 1997 25th anniversary z28 camaro and a 1988 camaro and i really 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 did not want to say goodbye i I don't mean to end the show on a little bit of a sad note but uh, i really didn't want to say goodbye to those cars but unfortunately uh my dad had to sell those cars in order to buy a new truck because his truck now or his his previous truck uh was just falling apart and it wasn't it wasn't fucking doing its job it wasn't getting him from point a to point b it was breaking down and all this shit all the time so he unfortunately had to fucking sell both of the camaros in order to put a down payment on a vehicle because he doesn't really have credit or anything uh so you know I really hope whoever got those cars, I hope they take it. Apparently, it's a collector, so, you know, at least I know 
that those cars are in good hands and they're not in the hands of some fucking asshole that's gonna fucking crash them and shit and maybe maybe one day i really would love to get a lot of money and hopefully buy that car back like i i I need to get that car back you know i really want to get that fucking car back because it's just i grew up loving that car looking at that car and expecting to one day own that car and drive that car like that was supposed to be my fucking car one day so one day in the future i definitely definitely want to fucking get that car back but uh until then uh i've been told by my dad and my mom we're gonna get uh a 1970 within five years i was told i don't mean to sound like preppy bitch or anything but uh you know within five years we're supposed to get a camaro for us to work on and uh uh my dad's dream camaro is a 1970 and a half camaro and uh that's what we're gonna try to do we're gonna try to get uh, a 1970 and a half or anywhere from 1970 to 1973 because all those camaros are like basically the same thing uh we're gonna try to get one of those and yeah so i'm gonna end it on there all right we got a just about an hour in let's see if we look at the fucking timer here yeah there we go an hour six minutes at the fucking dot so that's the fucking podcast that's episode two all right i'm gonna try to kind of have these come out on every fucking thursday maybe it'll be like a thursday late night podcast but i hope everyone who's listening is doing good if you made it this far i'm fucking proud of you fucking stay positive stay healthy and have a good fucking day good night